When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fast Wi-Fi. You use it to connect just about everything, which means having really fast Wi-Fi matters a lot. That's why Xfinity is breaking the gig barrier and delivering Wi-Fi speeds faster than a gig. It's more than enough speed to power every device in the house. Can your internet do that? Introducing Gig Wi-Fi, new from Xfinity. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store to learn more. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ghost in the Night, a Haunting and Paranormal Podcast. This is the Miscellaneous Monday episode, where I talk about just random paranormal topics. Maybe it might not be paranormal. You never know. That's going to be the surprise. Basically, this is my therapy session where I talk about things that generally piss me off or I really like. So, stick around. Ghost in the Night with Phil Sams. Today we were going to discuss in this brief episode about Zach Baggins. If you've listened to me, you know he gets under my skin pretty much with on a consistent basis, if I'm being honest. You watch this show, Ghost Adventures, and... It's uh, it's not even it's moved past some of these shows are comical because they're so full of shit, but this show has just reached has gotten to me. It's reached levels where I watch it and get aggravated. Now, everybody's watched that listens to this podcast has seen the show, so I don't have to go too much into the format. But he always starts out the episodes with you know history of the place, talking about the place, and doing interviews. Now, my first criticism that I want to talk about in this episode, which I'm sure there'll be other episodes, he does not fail when it comes to giving me shit to bitch about, is when he does these interviews and he's interviewing these witnesses or these paranormal investigators or the owners of the locations, his way of questioning is so ludicrous. Anybody that knows anything about paranormal or psychology he is. He asks leading questions. Like I just recently watched an episode where he was interviewing people, and he got to this one person, and he asked a question. It was with uh, I don't know if it was a new episode, or I just might have caught it. It was on my DVR because I do DVR, but I have like thirty of them because I don't watch them anymore. But I said, you know what? I'm bored. I think I'll watch one. So I started watching it because it was a music studio, and I like music. So hey, let's watch this one. So I listened to, or I watched it, and as he was interviewing, he interviewed the owner, and there was some, they thought there was multiple spirits at this location, and the owner felt like he wasn't safe there, felt like he was going to die. I'm paraphrasing, but I'm giving you the gist of it. So he interviewed somebody, I don't know whether this female worked there or what, 
or just an acquaintance, but he asked her a question. I don't remember the exact question, but I'll give you a, a brief synopsis of what it, the general idea that, that it covered. But he asked this young lady, how did he put it? Do you feel that, whatever his name is, we'll just call him Joe for right now, is in danger here? Could something happen to him? And before she could even answer, he basically answered his question because he said, I do. I interviewed him. I talked to him. I felt the energy in the room, blah, 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 fucking blah. And he continued. So, in an essence, he answered his own freaking question and he put the person he is interviewing in a very odd position because he asked a question about what is your opinion on topic A. He gives his opinion on topic A and then throws it to that person. What's that girl going to do? Say, uh, no, you're full of shit. I, I don't think he's, I think he's fine. There's nothing here. Or it's, they're not going to disagree with you, you dumbass. They're going to go along with you because they don't want to be confrontational. And they, most people don't want to be confrontational. They're just going to go, yeah, I, I think so. So you led that person down a path that you wanted them to fucking go, which is what that show is all about. They want you to go in a certain direction, and they will do anything to get you in that freaking direction. They will say anything. They will do anything. They push the narrative to that point. And it starts out at the very beginning, before they even start investigating. They do it with the interview process. He does this all the freaking time. He very, just leave out the narrative, ask the fucking question, get the person's opinion. And if you don't like that person's opinion, it's called editing. Cut it this fuck out. But no, you want the best possible thing to go right for your show. And you want more viewers. You want more sponsorship dollars. So you're going to lead that person, get the answer you want, and move on. Now, is that how you investigate as well? It looks like it. You bend narratives to fit your agenda. And you expect us as people who like the paranormal, who are interested in the paranormal, who are working to maybe answer a few questions, find out what's going on, or at least have a better understanding of it, you're insulting our intelligence. Now, for the random Joe Blow and bumfuck nowhere, he might enjoy that. But anybody with a brain and has their own opinion should not enjoy that and should see through that bullshit. That is kind of why I like some of the you know, the ghost hunters, you know, that's come back because it's pretty much no bullshit. They interview people, ask questions, okay, investigate, come to a conclusion. And they very rarely do you get, you get about half the excitement that you get on ghost adventures. Now, I'll be curious to see what I believe Ghost Nation, Jason Hall's new series that comes out in October, what it's going to be like. Hopefully, he'll stick more toward his roots with ghost hunters and not go to the dark side with just exploiting the paranormal and going over all that shit that his channel mate now ghost adventures do or they have done but we'll see i'm not holding out hopes i'm not holding out high hopes for it but hopefully they will do it now, since I'm talking about paranormal reality shows, I did find one I actually kind of freaking like, so I'm not 
completely negative for this episode, and that is Ghost Brothers, or Haunted House Guest Ghost Brothers, whatever. Now, it is explorative. It is does push the boundaries like a ghost adventure. However, at least those three guys, they're freaking entertaining. They make me laugh. They don't take themselves too god-awful seriously. They're having a good time, and they're not like the GAC crew who think they're doing God's work, I think, because the way they take it so seriously and portray themselves. Every little thing is so freaking serious. No, these guys are cutting up. They're having a good time, and they actually have personality. Now, is some of the stuff Ghost Adventures-esque? Yes, it is, but at least the crew members or the team members, however you want to put it, they do entertain me, and they make that enjoyable. Now, are they completely and total experts in the field? No. If you watch the show, they, you know, you can tell they're not experts in the paranormal or parapsychology. They have experience in it, but they have the right attitude, or what's the word I'm looking for? Personality there. Wow, couldn't come up with that one. They have the right personality for TV and to entertain me. So I am actually entertained by that show. I'm not taking it as gospel. Sometimes they have some interesting things, but I'm not looking at it as a paranormal documentary or ghost hunting documentary. I'm looking at it as an entertainment show. Now, one last thing before I close up this episode is going to be, what is it, Mountain Monsters? I will, I'm going to, I might devote a full episode to this one because I have some serious thoughts on this show and where the uh, paranormal field or cryptozoology entertainment field is going. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter at night underscore ghost. If you have an idea for a topic you want to cover in this type of episode or the full episode, be sure to follow me on Twitter. Like I just said, direct message me or send me an email at gitnpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget you can get show notes to all the full episodes at ghostinthenightpodcast.com. You can also, if you want to support the show, at that at our website, we do have links to where you can get a podcast t-shirt. We have several different options up there. So pick yourself up a podcast t-shirt and wear it proudly. Or you can something do something real easy. We do have a Patreon account. Head on over to patreon.com backslash GITM podcast and become a patron of Patreon, where we give you some bonus episodes. You get access to all these episodes, plus you get some special episodes that only are available to patrons. So until next week, take care, everybody.
The thing about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. We probably don't even need the words, the Name Your Price tool, to tell you that our humpback whale pup gives you options based on your budget. Or that our novelty hand buzzer helps you save on car insurance. And that's the thing about the tiny felt bag filled with marbles. At this point, you've heard a lot of ads about the elusive northern bobcat. The Name Your Price tool. <clears throat> the neighbor who baked you banana bread. Only from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Enjoy. Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. 